Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Podcast. And let me start off by saying thank you to each and every one of you who have decided to take a chance on this little show of mine today. You have invited me into your homes. You have invited me into your cars. You have invited me into your brains through the holes in the side of your head. And I appreciate that so, so, so much. I can't even put words to it. Who am I and what is this show? Well, I am Shad, the face, voice, and brains of polynerdic.com. And like I, like I like to sometimes say, until we can find better help. Um, but until now, it's just me. Um, this show is our weekly nerd-centric life and culture podcast for adults. I say for adults because, frankly, when I'm passionate about something or I get excited or if I'm mad, um, I can get a little sweary. And I feel like it's inauthentic if I go back and cut out the swear words, those, you know, those naughty four-letter words, or uh, you know, cut them out with a moment of silence or a beeping noise or the, you know, the sound of a cow mooing or a rooster crowing or whatever like some podcasts do. I feel like it's inauthentic if I do that. And of course, it's also really, really inauthentic if I sit here and dial back what I'm feeling. I try to be genuine. That That is the whole point of this. You know, this is my genuine uh, feelings and thoughts and opinions. And with being genuine, occasionally comes fuck or shit or damn. You know, like that's, that's just part of being genuine. I feel like, I, I mean, some could argue that it's quote-unquote unprofessional. Um, certainly, YouTube will tell you that you're not advertiser-friendly if you swear, uh, but that's not what I do this for. Um, this is a labor of love. I make not a dime from this. This is actually, I actually operate this podcast and polynark.com at a loss because um, there's no ad revenue, there's no merchandise, there's none of that. I'm, I'm a nobody on the internet. This is just something I love doing. So if I'm going to do it for the love of doing it, I'm going to be me. You see, I like to keep things conversational. I want you to feel like we're sitting next to each other in a car or across from one another at a table or walking alongside the road together. We're old friends and I am just talking your ear off. Won't shut the fuck up. That's how I want it to feel. So if you're a returning listener, I want to thank you from the very bottom of my old ass giant nerdy heart for coming back once again and if you're new here i bid you the warmest of welcomes from a similar location of that aforementioned circulatory organ and i sincerely hope you stick around for more all that said today is saturday april 27th 2019 and this is going to be episode number 99 can you believe it we are one away from 100 when i started this i certainly had no idea we were going to go this long I mean, it's not like I've set the world on fire and have a huge audience, but I do, like I said, appreciate every single one of you that come and listen to this. Um, but we've done it for almost two years now. We're on the cusp of two straight years of the Ordinary Podcast. I don't know if I'm going to celebrate 100 or the two-year milestone more, uh, but we're right there. We, we haven't missed a week yet. This is going to be a short episode this week. Um, for a variety of reasons. As I was saying, excuse me, I had to pause the recording to go blow my nose. I stuffed up. I don't know if it's allergy season or whatever. But um, this episode is going to be slightly shorter, probably. 
I know I say that sometimes and then still go 40 minutes. Um, got a lot of personal stuff going on. Um, got some big life changes happening. Not for me personally, but for my girlfriend. And that's altering our schedule a whole lot. It's crazy exciting stuff. Uh, she's asleep right now, so I'm trying to not be loud while I record this. Normally, as you know, if you've listened before, I record on Friday night. Didn't get to last night. Recording Saturday morning, very early in the morning. It's not even 8 o'clock yet. And I'm trying to record it before she wakes up so I can get it posted. Um, just very busy, exciting stuff going on right now. I have to study some more this weekend for the uh, the licensing that I talked about a month ago. Uh, I'm, I'm coming due to be able to take the test again, so I, I need to spend some time this weekend studying. We're going to have some quality time, her and I, this weekend. Not going to get to see the Avengers. We'll talk about that in, in the near future. Uh, in, you know, a couple minutes, but, um, you know, we've got stuff going on. Of course, there's errands and housework maintenance type stuff, dishes, grocery shopping, stuff like that. It's probably going to happen today. Um, so I don't have a lot of time, but I have a lot of stuff I want to do in that little bit of time I have. So knock out this podcast, do some of that other stuff, see where the day takes us. I want to start off first by talking about my stuff, of course, from the, the week that was between the episode 98 and 99. Um, if you follow any of my social media or you're a regular at polynark.com, you know that you know every day this week I did put out content. We've we've been at it for about two weeks now of daily content for two weeks. I, I, I like when I can pull that off. Um, a lot of the Division 2 went up. I... Uh, Played quite a bit of that last weekend or weekend before. I'm trying to figure how that math worked there. Yeah, it was from the weekend before or the week before. Um, so Monday and Tuesday, saw some division stuff. Yeah, so last week we talked about on the podcast the dread excitement of new consoles. That I think that's a good conversation. You should go back and listen to it. Of course, I think every conversation we have, for the most part, is worth listening to. Otherwise, I wouldn't commit it to the podcast the way I do every week. Um and then Sunday saw an episode of the Chell Razor Invitational Round Robin Tournament with Polynerg Pro Wrestling. You know the thing I do with Fire Pro that people seem to like when I live stream. Um, that was Sunday. Monday, Tuesday saw more of the Division Two um, from the previous week. Uh, episode eight of the Division Two playthrough went up. That's the one where we steal the Decla- Declaration of Independence, all national treasure style. Um, that was a fun hour and a half, two hours of video game right there. Um, Wednesday saw another edition of the Poly- Polynerg Pro Wrestling Tournament. And then Thursday, Friday was devoted to Mass Effect 2. Uh, I called it a Thursday throwback and a Friday flashback um, because I like alliteration. And it was a fun week. Like, you know, I only got to play a little bit. Like, a lot of that stuff happened the previous week, like the the wrestling and the Division Two stuff was largely recorded the previous week before I posted the podcast, uh, you know, took advantage of my free time that week to, to do that stuff. And then um, the Mass Effect stuff was recorded this week. I had, you know, I think a, co- a combined three and a half hours free at one point in the week over the span of two days to record that stuff. Really, really enjoy my revisit to uh, Mass Effect 2. That game is amazing still. Like, it, it's it's shown its age 
you know, it is a nine-year-old, almost ten-year-old game, but it uh, it's still a lot of fun. And uh, I even got an achievement, which surprised me. That like I, I, I thought I was, <laughs> you know, I not necessarily didn't think I was ever going to get another achievement in the game. But I played through that game nine years ago, and didn't expect any achievements to pop because it's not like I'm I'm achievement hunting. I'm just playing the game. But it uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. The, the you know I, I've done what I frequently do. You know, the two people I make the most when I play a video game is either myself. Like in Division, it's, you know, Paul E. Nerdick. Um, you know, so it's a representation of me. Sometimes I make literally just me. Like when I played Fallout 4, I was Shad. Um, but the other thing I often do is, is I make my girlfriend. You know, I, I like taking the time to use the character creator to, to make a version of her and then play through the game as her. And that's what I'm doing right now with Mass Effect 2. It's, you know, Chelsea Shepard. Um, you can check that out on you know the Pinerk YouTube channel. You can check it out Pinerk.com because it all goes up there, um, installment by installment. Same with the wrestling. Same with Division Two, all that stuff. That's you know essentially what I've been up to this week. We we watched some Supernatural. Um, I finished Final Fantasy VII for the first time ever this past weekend when the kids were here. You know they were playing Overwatch and played on the Switch and whatnot and. You know, so that's, that's what we do a lot, you know, on my weekends with them is we have family video game time because they don't get that at home as much from what I understand. And uh, so I just let them, let them be them, you know, let them, let them veg out, sit in front of one of our TVs or with a switch in hand and enjoy themselves for a couple hours. You know, we do other things like when, like uh, this past Sunday, we had a cookout at my girlfriend's house girlfriend's family's house I should say um her brother's house specifically and the family got together and we had a, like a big Easter celebration um you know grilled out the younger kids got to do an egg hunt you know we went to the park kids played around you know got some sunlight and some fresh air excuse me um so it wasn't all video games this past weekend but you know that's I try to make sure the kids have a good time when they're with me since we only see each other every other week. And then, you know, sporadically for, like, sporting events and whatnot during the week. Um, but, yeah, uh, finishing Final Fantasy VII was, a, like, a milestone event for me because uh, that's a game I got all the way to the end of back in, what, 97, 98. Um, did everything, you know did the, the, the breeding of the birds, got the Knights of the Round spell. The only thing I didn't do was defeat all the, the weapons in the game. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back and do that now as well, but like it, it's it's something I kind of want to do. Uh, but I did finish the story for the first time ever. I, I saw the ending of the game. I defeated that monstrosity of you know the one-winged angel version of the boss and, and just... Uh, you know, yeah, I cheated. I used the the modern PlayStation Four. I guess it's on Switch and Xbox Now Two version, where you have the ability to make you know the game go three times as fast, and you have unlimited limit breaks, and you know you unlimited magic points, and you you heal immediately if you if attack doesn't kill you outright, you immediately heal. Um, cheated my way through the game. You know that goes back to the difficulty conversation of of uh, Sekiro and the the Soulsborne games. Um, I don't feel like my experience was ruined 
by doing that. Like one can argue that I can say that because I played through all the way to the end before normally. Um, but I found it to be the superior way to play the game because it was no bullshit. You just kicked everything's ass, leveled up real fast, got through the game and then saw the ending, you know, like it, it was a fun way to play. It puts some things in context now, um, for the Advent children movie, which is one of my favorite, uh, I guess animes, if you want to call it that, um, at the very least animated movie. I like Final Fantasy VII Advent Children a whole lot, and there's some stuff that, you know, now has a little more context, although I did think it was weird that the um, th- the city had been overtaken by vegetation at the end of Final Fantasy VII, the game, because that does not appear to be the case in the movie, um, but I'll let that slide. That covers what I was up to this week, outside of, you know, the normal stuff of work and, and you know family and and boyfriend stuff, um, you know, being a boyfriend for my girlfriend. Um, The two big things I want to talk about, we'll do the first one, uh, the the more omnipresent one, and that is Avengers Endgame is finally out. I have not seen it, as I mentioned earlier. I will not be seeing it this weekend. We tried to get tickets. But uh, we have a very specific theater that we like to go to, and I looked at all the shows all weekend long, and the only seats that were available were front row seats, and I just don't want to see it that way. I don't want my experience of seeing this movie being right up there, face against the screen, having to, you know, like crane my neck to see it all. Having to crane my neck. I need, that's the Ohio dialect. Instead of saying having to, I say having. Uh, I've pointed that out repeatedly over live streams and podcasts the last month and a half or so. Um, having to crane my neck to see the whole movie is not something I want to experience, especially since it's a three-hour movie. I want to sit in the back row, have my food delivered to me because it's one of those theaters, and just chill out and, and watch the culmination of everything that Marvel has been doing for the better part of a decade. You know, like, this This is how I want to experience it. So, we're going to try to see it sometime during this week. You know, um, girlfriend and I are going to probably try to see it on, like, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, maybe as early as Tuesday. I just got to make it through the week without spoilers hitting me in the face, you know, like... It, excuse me, I'm stuffing up again. Um, I'm going to have to take some allergy medicine. But this kind of really kicks off. Excuse me, that was my alarm to wake up. I plan on getting up right now. Um, this kind of kicks off movie season, really, if you think about it. Like, you know, Shazam came out earlier this month. It was fantastic. Uh, Captain Marvel came out in March. It was fantastic. Um, Hellboy's out now. I'm hearing not so good things about it. But, like, we have Avengers this weekend. And then next month, it's like Detective Pikachu and John Wick 3 and that Godzilla movie. And then it just keeps coming. Just boom, 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 boom. Blockbuster, blockbuster, blockbuster. uh, Like it does every year. Very excited, though, for uh, Avengers. Um, I've already blocked all the... Hashtags and phrasings and word combinations I could to uh, 
to keep from having it spoiled for me uh, over the next week. I'm probably going to stay off Facebook by and large because I, well, I mean, I stay off Facebook for the most part anyway. I, I rarely post there to begin with. Uh, most of the stuff that goes up on Facebook is just stuff that auto post from polynerdic.com. And then my personal ones, you know, I look at it, but I don't, I don't post stuff all that often. Um, my point being here, this isn't a scripted podcast. I'm just off the top of my head. Like I'm very excited for what this movie is, uh, what it represents the, you know, the, it being the end piece of all this stuff. Uh, you know, many people have pointed out that this year is a, a, kind of sad year to be a nerd because like you know end games now uh, we're a couple we're like what four weeks away from the end of game of thrones we are a couple months away from the technical end of the star wars you know at least the sky uh, the skywalker saga part of star wars um so much stuff is just kind of wrapping up this year and it's kind of bittersweet because it's stuff you've been waiting for, stuff you've wanted to see, but also like it, it's the end for a lot of stuff. Uh, obviously, I don't know what goes on in Endgame. I have friends that have already seen it twice, which, which you know, blows my mind. I have coworkers that are seeing it today, Saturday. Um, we're not going to get to see it, as I said, though. So I, I have to preoccupy myself with things to do to keep me distracted from the potential spoilers granted i have hbo for the time being with you know through amazon and i've, I've got games to play and content to make and a, a test to study for uh but it uh could be rough could be a rough week if if uh i don't get to see it by the end of the week um i'll have to re-update all my muted words and whatnot because i only set them on a seven-day timer but I hear it's good, you know, um, everyone that I know that has seen it, the three or four people I know that have seen it already, a couple of them have seen it twice, as I said, uh, they love it, they they speak very highly of it, but they have been very, very careful to not spoil anything, and for that I'm thankful. Um, I cannot wait to see this movie, though. And then the, the, the topic that this episode draws its title from it's something that hit me last night uh, I was playing Days Gone you know it just came out Friday uh, which is something uh, that is upcoming I am going to do some content with it I, I at the very least will do a Pionertic playtest um, I might stream it a little bit I understand it is like a 60 hour game I am not going to stream all of it just like I didn't stream all of Red Dead Redemption 2 or Spider-Man uh, I just just don't want to commit to that kind of long play again you know I, I just don't want to commit to um I, I don't want to commit to doing two of them at the same time because i'm kind of doing that with the division like every time i play the division for the most part i live stream it i also don't want to stream days gone every time i play it um it just i i don't have the time to do that i don't like you know i the time and energy, like there's there's days during the week where I come home from work and I have the energy to play an hour or two of a video game, but I don't have the energy to do the whole streaming thing. Like even though I don't have an audience um, on most of the stuff, I still like to make it and I still like to try to be engaging. 
uh, and it's just like it, it just wouldn't be a fun stream if it's just me silently playing a video game for two hours and you know getting frustrated when things go bad and all that stuff like I, I just don't want to do that um, but I will stream some of Days Gone likely as as the game progresses you know just pop in and out with it and uh my thing after playing like three or four hours of it last night was that it's like so many video games this year it, it's um it's just all right like it's fun it's functional it looks good it, it plays fairly well there's a couple you know um when I was playing it, it, it's when I was playing Days Gone. There, there was a couple instances of, you know, some slowdown, or the, you know, the, the the graphics chugged a little bit. I thought it was weird that like there's a, a motorcycle chase very very early in the game, and I, I failed it a couple times because I, I tried to take a shortcut or you know lost control of the bike, ran into a tree, and then then everybody got ahead of me, and you know, and uh, I just let them just let him continue on because I knew it was going to checkpoint me at the beginning of it again anyway. And, uh, like, the first two times I did that, um, the first two times I did that, that bike chase, like, there was a couple instances of, like, the frame rate dipping. But then the third time, there was no, no dip in the frame rate at all. It ran smoothly. So I don't know what to think of it as far as, like, how it runs. Uh, I haven't seen any of the big zombie hordes yet. I'd be interested in, in seeing if that, like, like if the frame rate dips or if the textures drop out on some stuff when when you're fighting hundreds of zombies um, or freakers, as they call them. But the game's fun. Like it, it's it's way more stealthy than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's got a decent horror element to it. Uh, Mike Mahardy of Gamespot said it pretty well this week, where he said like you never feel safe in this game like you always feel like at any moment something could attack you or several somethings like for example right as I ended my play last night at about 1130 um I was trying to take out some nests and I got one of them and then I climbed up a hill to the other one and there was a lot more of the of the monsters there and I was trying to pick them off one by one, and then I got caught, and one of them chased me, and I ran away. You know, I tried to fight it, but all I had was my my boot knife, which is not good, and I ran away. And it uh, it you know obviously it chased me, and we ran right into some wolves, and the wolves killed us both. Like the wolves initially focused on the zombie, um, killed it, and I thought. You know, hey, they forgot about me at this point. You know, I, I don't know if the wolves can be fooled by hiding in bushes the way the zombies and the humans can, but it, uh, I failed to hide in any bush. I was hiding behind a tree, and the wolf came right at me, and I was able to kill the first one with my boot knife because it had already taken damage fighting the freaker. But the the second wolf got me almost immediately, and. So, like, you never really feel safe. Like, even when you've escaped death, death is also right around the other corner, you know? Like, you... you it's got a great vibe to it. I don't know if it's going to carry for 60 hours. Uh, I hear the story has some issues um, as far as pacing goes. But it uh, it's an alright game. And that's what made me think about this. Like, this year has just been 
full of all right games. I, I really haven't had anything come out that wasn't a remake that I was blown away by. Maybe it's because last year was just so full of blockbuster games. Like, you know, we had Red Dead Redemption 2, arguably one of the greatest games ever made, in my opinion. Uh, God of War, one of the greatest games ever made, in my opinion. Spider-Man, which was fantastic. Um, uh, just, I just, I'm struggling. To, um, the Yakuza games that came out last year, especially 6. Uh, just so many, so many amazing games last year. And I, I know I'm forgetting Tetris effect uh, so many that's all I can say just so many amazing games came out in 2018 that so far 2019 has felt kind of uh, just like I said it's all right you know last year was the year of amazing games this year it's the year of all right you know it's the year of it's all right that's what you can say. it's fine you know like uh, division two perfectly fun game uh, perfectly enjoyable game um, plays well, plays well solo, plays well with a group from what I understand, but it's also, you know, not anything special either. Like it's not, it's not mind blowing. It's not like you've got to play this, um, Ace Combat 7, same way, you know, beautiful game, plays well, but I, it's never, it's not a game I would say you have to go out and play, um, Days Gone, very much that. It's a fun game, but it's not something I would ever say you need to go play it. You need to drop what you're doing and go play it. Uh, I hear good things about Mortal Kombat 11, uh, but it it's, you know, personal bias uh, that, you know, it's got a five-hour story mode, and I don't play, you know, I don't, I don't have friends over to play, and I don't play online in the fighting game world, so, like, that's it. So it's not going to be a game that I'm going to say you have... Like, unless that story is fucking amazing, it's not going to be something that I'm going to be like, you have to play it. Um, i trying to think what else came out this year. Resident Evil 2 was really, really good, but it's also a 20-year-old game. You know, like, it, it just it's a remake. So it's still that 20-year-old game. It just looks really good, and they, they did some cool stuff with it. Um. But if you're not a fan of the Resident Evil series, I can't say it's a game you must play. Phoenix Wright, I've been enjoying it, but it's also, you know, a, a, it's a remake. Um, and it's not going to be for everybody. As much as I love it, the, you know, the, the general populace may not, you know, like I, it's, I know plenty of people that would be so put off by the Phoenix Wright game for a number of reasons. Phoenix Wright games. Uh, yeah, this year is just... This year just simply feels like, as I said, it's the year of it's all right. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the games themselves. Are, are, are Maybe they're too derivative. You know, Days Gone does a lot of things that are head scratchers. Um, you know, a lot of things that... You know, like... I, I think it was the... Beast cast guys, uh, giant beast cast. They were talking about Days Gone, and they were talking about how like it feels like the story team and the gameplay team didn't ever converse with Days Gone because there's moments that are like, you know, you just brutally murdered a woman that's one of the guards of this compound that you're taking because it does that. Of course, it does. You know, it's a it's a modern AAA game. There's gonna be 
bandit encampments to clear. Uh, not that that's not fun, but that's just about in everything. You know, it's very far cry in that way. Um, you know, you several of the guards were women, and you just shanked them. You know, just flat out stabbed them in the throat, broke their necks. Actually, the breaking of the necks is probably the more merciful kill. Um, and then in the cutscene, a woman ambushes you, but you know you correctly guess that there's no guns or no bullet in her gun. So she, you know, you give her some high-minded in this game, you know, really like it's what people should do in general. I digress. Um, you know, you have a code that you don't hurt unarmed women. Um, but then it's like, well, probably one of the big ones is is the 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 difference between something that happens very early in the game, like the very beginning of the game, and two hours later where you track a guy down who's wronged you and you have this discussion of how inhumane and wrong it would be to leave a guy who's bleeding alive. Who's, you know, he's going to bleed to death. He's a bad guy. He deserves death in the context of this game. And there's a swarm of the, the zombie freaker things not too far away. And they comment on how the zombie creatures can smell blood. This guy's bleeding out. He's been gut shot. And there's a moment... And, and this is the very beginning of the game where they establish that it's inhumane to let someone be... To leave someone in an incapacitated state where they're going to die a brutal death. So you you know, you know handle that situation. That's established the very, very opening of the game. Like, it's the first cutscene... It's like the first cutscene past the first bit of playable game stuff. Because, you know, there's opening cutscene, opening cutscene, opening cutscene. There's like three of them, real quick succession. And then you play, and then this next cutscene. So it's the fourth cutscene of the game, very beginning of the game, first 15 minutes of the game. You you have this established that part of the current code is to, to not leave wound, even bad people, you don't leave them wounded so that they can be torn apart and eaten 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 to death by these monsters. Fast forward to three hours later, you're given a mission where you have to chase a guy down and shoot his bike until it wrecks and then tie him up so that way he can be collected and um, face his crimes. Let's say, let's say it that way. So you you have this motorcycle chase, and like when I did it, I tried to get video of it, but it uh I, I hit the wrong button first. I took a photo first, so it it removed the ability because the PlayStation does this for some reason on occasion that it wouldn't let me save the clip. Uh, when I tried to save the clip, I got like a forty five second clip afterwards. But it uh <laughs> we we have this motorcycle chase. In the pouring rain, through the woods, on bikes, which is silly. You know, like, that's just a ridiculous... Like, the people I know that ride motorcycles try to not do it in the rain. But, you you know, you have to... You can't, you, you can't avoid it when, this you know, in the case of this game here. And the scenario they're living. Anyway, you, you have the chase, and it's in the rain, and there's lightning and thunder. It's very impressive. Um, you know, you're weaving through... Freakers, try not to engage with them. Try not to let them, because they will knock you off your bike. Um, and I shoot the guy's tire eventually. And it was funny, because we did it right in front of my camp. Like, you have a 
like a fire watchtower that you fortified that you and your buddy Boozer live in. And like it happened right outside of it, which is what makes this next bit funny because we're literally like turn your head to the left and there it is. Um, So I shoot the back tire. The bike wrecks spectacularly. You know, the guys all tore up because, you know, you can't be going high speed on a motorcycle and then have the back tire explode and then the bike flip, you know, ass over front end repeatedly and you go tumbling and bouncing along the ground and not get broken bones, you know, abrasions, wounds. You know, you're going to be bleeding. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be broken bad. And then the cutscene that follows, Deacon just ties him up and uh, leaves him. Doesn't drag him, you know, the 10 feet behind the fence to, you know, to make him safe so that the, the settlement can come get him. Just leaves him out there. Like, it's like this weird split between what they're trying to establish in the gameplay. That was the whole, that, that whole rambling thing was about that, that like, I agree with what the beast cast people said that like, it sometimes feels like the gameplay people and the story people didn't talk. Um, but it's a fine game. And, th- and that's just such a, a through line this year. We're what a couple days away from may. And that has been the case all year long. Like Anthem, the disaster it was, um, Metro, apparently it's a fine game. I haven't played it yet, but like, it's one of those games that like, it's, it's not setting the world on fire, but it's not horrible. Um, yeah, it's, it's like everything that came out this year so far has just been good enough. You know, like it's been fine. It's all right. It's good enough. It, it's it's a weird thing. It, it reminds me of the first year that these consoles were out. Now, granted, I didn't have an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 for like the first year and a half, two years. But uh, it was the year that Shadow of Mordor, the first of those games, came out. And that, that was Giant Bomb's game of the year that year. And it just felt like, like a down year. Like It was the year of the cross-generational titles. It was the year of... Um, you know, just functional games is what it seemed to be. Like, nothing really stood out. You know, nothing really was eye-catching. Nothing was as epic as, like I said, last year we had with Red Dead Redemption 2 and and uh, God of War specifically. It, it was. It's just such a weird, weird year so far. And I don't know what to make of it. Like, all the games that I was excited for this year are out now, uh, for the most part. I'd have to go back and look at that the post I made a couple months ago. But, like, my... The, the stuff that I was most excited for is already out. The Division 2, uh, Metro, Sekiro, which ended up being something that, like, I haven't played it yet, but, like, it's it's... I'm very on the fence about it because of the style of game it is. I've we've talked at length about my feelings with those games. I'll probably pick it up when it's about 25, 30 bucks and play it for a bit and never finish it. Um but it's out now. You know, Anthem ended up being a bust. Uh Resident Evil 2's out and done. The Phoenix Wright trilogy's out and done. Like I think the game I'm 
next most excited for is Rage 2, which comes out in a couple weeks. And then after that, Judgment, the game from the uh, Yakuza folks. But yeah, it's like it's just been such a weird year of just yeah, this yeah, this works. This is this is all this is fine. Um I just don't know what to make of it. Maybe maybe it's just me. That's maybe just my assessment of it, but I don't feel like anything has really been mind-blowing. Like nothing has really seemed to be like must play this year. Like I I picked up Days Gone because, you know, A I've been waiting on it. B, I saw the coverage that Game Informer did of it, you know, forever ago, and liked what I saw there, and then I watched the um, Giant Bomb quick look of it, and I was like, okay, that looks fun. That looks fun enough. Um, I need something that isn't The Division to play as well, so now I have in my, you know, pool of games I'm playing through, not counting the Polynerd Pro Wrestling stuff with Fire Pro, you know, I have The Division 2, I have Days Gone, I have Phoenix Wright, and I have Mass Effect. Those are the four games I'm playing in rotation right now. Um, you know, depending on what itch needs scratched, so, so to speak. And like it, it, but none of them, with the exception of Mass Effect, um, uh, Mass Effect Two, one of the best games ever made, um, arguably in my top ten. But it, yeah, it's just it's, it's such an interesting interesting year so far, and. I'll have to dig in, but I don't know what's coming the rest of the year. Rage, too, obviously. And judgment beyond that. But, like, is the new year's coming this year? Um, Borderlands 3 is coming later this year, but I'm not exactly excited for that. Uh, one would assume there's a new Call of Duty coming. Um, I think the Star Wars game respawns making is coming this year so that's something to be excited about but like we're at a point right now where i don't know if there's anything to really be like like i I don't know like a i'm going to struggle this year with the game of the year stuff because i haven't been able to play as much i haven't got my hands on as much stuff i haven't had the time to really dive into a lot of things and b like i just don't know i don't know if anything is truly great this year. Like last year was hard because there was so much great stuff. This year seems to be the opposite where it's just like, it's going to be hard to pick the best game of the year because they're all just kind of good, you know? Um, like I, I haven't tried the new far cry game. Um, from what I've seen of days gone, I don't think I need to try the new far cry, far cry game. Cause days gone's got plenty of far cry in it. Um, I just don't know. And that's the note I'm going to leave it on. I just don't know. Uh, If you are listening to this later in the day, Saturday, expect Sunday to have a polynerdic playtest of Days Gone, since we're talking about it. If you're listening to this later in the week, I don't know what we're going to do for content, because normally this weekend is the weekend where I just churn out a bunch of shit. But as I said, I've got a lot of stuff going on this weekend, a lot of important work-related stuff, a lot of life, life stuff, so I don't know exactly what I'm going to get to this week. So next week might be light on content on polynardic.com. We might end our two-week streak of content um, this week. Remains to be seen. You know, as I said, I've got Monday or Tuesday. I will be taking that, that test again. And so I've got to study for that this week, weekend rather. And um, 
yeah, it's just it's just a weird time for us. So stay tuned is all I could say. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Life changes, um, schedule changes, content is up in the air. But I thank you for listening. We went 40 minutes. We went longer than I thought I would. Um, but I guess I I can babble for quite a while if I uh, have thoughts about a thing. And sometimes I talk in a circle. Sometimes I die. I die. Yeah, excuse me. Sometimes I digress. I go on little tangents and whatnot. But uh, thank you for listening to another edition of the Ordinary Podcast. It means the world to me that you even spend five minutes listening to me. But I hope you listen to the whole forty. Uh, obviously, if you're hearing this, you did. Uh, I'll see you next week here on Polynerdic.com. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. All the social medias. I am Polynerdic. P O L Y N E. R-D-I-C on all of them. That's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's Facebook, that's that's uh, Twitch and YouTube. And of course, polynark.com where almost everything ends up aggregated anyway. So, thank you for listening to another episode. I'll see you next week for episode 100.